you know, old me used to be very fucking petty. Very petty. Very, 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 very petty. Because I'm still an asshole. You know, despite popular belief over here. I still have my ways of losing my goddamn mind on situations that mature Yesenia handles very well. But the inner monologue, just so you were very fucking aware, still very petty. Very petty. Inner monologue. But, you know, we don't share that because I've grown. (laughs) For example, for example, one, hi, welcome back everyone to another fucking episode where we collectively agree Yesenia ain't shit because she's just not bringing the content that we want. I'm just saying that. I don't really think that's true, but whatever. You know me and my fucking intros. Anywho, yeah. So this is why I say what I said. For example, old friend. I'm going to say old friend first because I mean they are my friend. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Yesenia. Go ahead by an old friend. And he's just like, how are ya? I hear you got a podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Here's my favorite part. Those. Here you error the guy that you sleep with on there. <laughs> Can you fucking assume why this person's asking that? Because I'm sure, out of his fucking curiosity, he wants to know if I've ever aired that I slept with him. And mind you... I'm not naive. I really like to think that people, at least by now, if you've followed me for a while, you know my level of fucking reasoning should really fucking terrify you. Like, I am very transparent to a point where if you're lying, most likely no. Or situations, I read them very well. So for you to kind of come at me like that, right out the gate, I'm just kind of like, huh, why? You afraid for me to tell people that I slept with you? Or are you afraid that I'm going to tell people who you slept with? And then all of a sudden, you know, things get messy. Bitch, all that shit was from college. Ain't nobody give a fuck. It's the people that hold on to certain things that you're just kind of like, who the fuck would care now? Like, I remember Milan and I were talking about how we were going to do a high school reunion episode where we were just going to fucking say whatever the hell we wanted to say about high school. Because who the fuck would care? We're all almost at this whole 10-year reunion bullshit where, who the, why would you care anymore? Like, I was literally like, it literally, my inner monologue was like, bitch, I will out you right now for the fucking hell of it. For that, I wasn't even thinking about it. I have never told, 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 told. I can say, I can say words. I have never said the names of anyone I have slept with, except for Tony. So I thought that that was really fucking hilarious because I'm just like, where did that come from? Like, am I? None of my episodes lead towards that. So I'm like, did a friend fucking tell him that? Because this is somebody that I went to fucking college with. So granted, unfortunately, a good chunk of my followers are from fucking HBSA and college and all that shit. So like, I could only fucking assume it was like by common word of mouth at some point. But then I'm like, no, not really. Because I've never said anybody's name. The fucking moral of the story was Petty Yesenia. Petty fucking Yesenia. Wanted to out that bitch for the world. 
because it's not that serious it's really not but I don't know I just you know mature you son you let it go but like mm, inner monologue bitch I will fucking put you in all caps in the description which your weak ass did <laughs> that's not true that's not true I'm just being petty that's just us. I'm just being petty but it's just, you know, like, don't come at me sideways. Like, that, that to me, you're coming at me sideways. Because that was just random as fuck. Just, you know, just saying. Um, and it's funny, too, because I am a psycho bitch where I see how many times all my episodes have been played. So, back of my mind, I'm like, he asked for an episode to be recommended. And I, g- I gave him one. And I, like, no. For, like, two days. Like, I was like, No. He didn't hear it. So then I know he just like came at me to just ask me that question. He wasn't really going to listen to my shit. But if you are listening to this now, me off, bitch. You're lucky I fucking didn't tell anybody. Shit. I still could. We still got 20 minutes in this shit. <laughs> we still got 20 minutes of this episode. It could still happen. But while we're on this topic, dude, uh, when I thought about going back to the whole dating scene, right? Because I don't date. And reason being, as I've said before in prior episodes, it's because, dude, after everything that, you know, go being in a back and forth fucking bullshit for nine years. You know, I had my fair share. I was good. I just didn't just know. Just not my thing. Not my thing for multiple fucking reasons. Right. But then, you know, going back in July of last year, I just was like, OK, well, like this living around is just not helping either because that's just a fixation of that's just like a coping mechanism and then you know like I said I don't go on dates because prior not going on dates was just kind of like why waste the time if I'm just gonna sleep with these people now that I'm kind of like fast forward to where we are now I'm like okay I'm open to dating I'm open to figuring shit out but Yesenia still likes to get into her own fucking way let me tell you how I like to get into my own way and self-sabotage grab a chair grab a drink join me on the stupidity of my love life please why not so let's start with like I said last year in June no July I told myself no more dick appointments do you want to know why it's because I met someone that I thought was so mature and I just thought damn this person is so caring and yada 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 when he asked me why I wasn't dating and I told him how I looked at dating, you know, he kind of just like, what is that? Devil's advocate? And just kind of like, we reflected on it and it got me thinking. He was right. I did use it as a fucking coping mechanism, you know, sleeping around and not getting to know people, dick appointments and shit. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. I, I'm going to be celibate or whatever the fuck you want to call it and, and go from there. Here's the fucking kicker though. I'm doing it because I like this guy and I convinced myself because he's so fucking charming and caring and listens to me I'm just like oh my god maybe this is like this is what I'm looking for in a partner okay but let's like address the fucking elephant in the room he has a girlfriend (laughs) like Yes, and you know, this, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you know, when they tell you that red flags can fucking hit you in the face and you still don't see them? Obviously, fast forward to where we are now, I'm just rolling my fucking eyes because how the fuck did I just, how, yes, and yeah, how? 
But whatever. That was me, right? But here's the kicker. Obviously, because he has a girlfriend. And mind y'all, this is not going to be like a fucking plot twist and I slept with someone's man. Because, like, no, that's not what happened. I mean, I'm fucking petty, but I'm not like that. Um, I mean, not to say that I haven't cheated before, but that was on Pryor's episode. And that was, like, also way back when. Either way. So, yeah, that clearly fucking went nowhere. Nowhere. But I will fucking say, though, this kid get me started on like I don't understand where people don't think that emotional unavailability can still stand as reasonings for cheating like you can't how do I say this this person acted a little bit too naive for my taste put it that way if I'm putting shit oh so lightly here um without outing the person because I guess we're still technically homies but I guess nothing happened, but I'm just literally in my mind like, a little too naive for my taste, a little too naive for But we're talking about accountability here. We're talking about Yesenia's dating life. So I'm going to take a step back from that and just say that that was a terrible fucking idea. Because emotional and available men just seem to be just my fucking forte, right? Like the time that I felt like I liked a dude that was a musician in another fucking state. Because in my fucking mind, that sounded like a logical thing. <laughs> Who happens to be my homie now, too? See, guys, I am really good at being friends with people that reject me, clearly. (laughs) Clearly, I'm friends. Well, actually, that's the truth. I am friends with the majority of my dick appointments. Like, four of them reached out for my birthday. They still remember my birthday. Most sweethearts. (laughs) But, yeah, I just, I take rejection very well, apparently. Fuck that I'm still friends with all these people. But um, the dude that that was out of state, he's awesome. But I just, like you said, you're fucking stupid that you thought, like, that would work. But hey, your girl, it's just kind of like they say, you kind of put yourself in situations that you know are unattainable because that's, like, the fucking point because you're not emotionally available. So it's easier to find people who are not emotionally available. You know? You know? But I think it also comes with that fixation of, like, is it the fixation or the validation where you're just, like, you want to win? I felt that that was like that situation. Like I felt like I wanted to win. Like I wanted that person to realize that he was unhappy with his girlfriend and like come pick me. Like a pick me bitch. And it's just like, Yesenia. <laughs> oh, and those of you that are listening are like, no, Yesenia, you were that bitch. I was that bitch. I was. But okay, guilty. Like fuck. I feel like we all get to be like that sometimes. Like I, are you really going to tell me that you guys have never been in a situation where you're just like... Like, love me. <laughs> but obviously, it was really bad. And I'm just really grateful that that did not go south. Because that would have fucking sucked had, you know, we crossed morals there or something. So, I'm glad that never happened. But, obviously, I still, like, I, I never went and, like I said, nothing happened. Never went on a date with this person or anything like that. Or cross that boundary. But I kept going back and forth on, like, like is that something that I want to do? Because I don't do dating apps and I I fucking swear off those ever since college like I would never do something like that I I ideally would like to meet somebody organically and and all that bullshit um you know what's so funny is I was watching this TikTok and it was like oh we want to meet people in a bar or whatever like there's gonna be a bar that's just for single people in New York of course of all the places but I'm like okay see what sucks about me is like I am bar industry so or I'm the industry I, I can't meet someone at a bar. I'm just too fucking involved at work to, like, 
want to meet somebody at work that shit gets messy so fast it's such a small fucking world like the drama between different bartenders from different bars from different everywhere area codes is insane fucking insane and small worlds small fucking my best friend oh my god fucking industry hopper so you know I can't like it just gets really fucking messy and I'm honestly (laughs) I get the you know if you follow me on Instagram (laughs) my other friend decided to out me and out me for my love of co-worker dick so I get to like speak from fucking experience when I say like I do shit where I eat and it's a bad fucking idea every single time (laughs) it's only been three yeah wait one two okay four but either way like I've been at my job for five years so like I don't think that's a bad ratio (laughs) anyways that was all a long time ago right like this is all pre-dating before I you know met that guy and like wanted to whatever because I felt like there was a level of connection but I think what I was feeling a level of connection was just realizing that that's what I want to look for like that emotional maturity is what I was looking for or just being met with like a peaceful approach to my situations because I'm a very hostile person um like when I'm dealing with situations like I, I can be very um theatrical and unfortunately because of my past I tend to be a little bit more aggressive with males you know, I can't help it. Authority has always been a challenge for me because of my relationship with my father. So unfortunately, if you're a male, I tend to be very like on my toes, aggressive, all of the hostile, whatever it is. So to be met back with so much level of pe- like that person, dude, any any time that I would just be throwing a fit or upset or whatever because something happened at work or something happened at home or whatever he just was always so calm he never not once lost his cool with me and like that was so important and I think that's what got me so fixated on him was that I just had never experienced that before like I come from like brutal like I've only been in one relationship and that one relationship was that toxic where I was met with arguing all the fucking time or being yelled at scolded at or told that you know, my crying was stupid or whatever. And so it's like to be met with someone that was so calm was just so nice. So I learned, I took that experience that I learned what I was looking for, at least in a partner in that, in that sense. And, you know, fast forward to December. Yeah. Fast forward to December. I'm just kind of like, you know, like obviously at this point, I just want to allow myself to have those organic connections and stuff. So, like I said, I'm pretty fucking easygoing, like, and transparent. So, I stay friends with people as long as, like, they're respectful and where there's no animosity towards each other. And that's why, I, like I was saying earlier, like, I'm pretty much still in contact with, like, a good chunk of the people that I've slept with because I'm just, like, it's cool. Or at least the people that, you know, have rejected me because of their own circumstances or their own situations, like, I'm still cool with, too. Like, I don't hold that level of animosity towards people. Because at the end of the day, the reason I'm able to do that 
is because I started to, now that I'm older and I'm on this fucking journey of shit of healing and unpacking my trauma, I'm looking back and I'm realizing that I was using them more than like actually being rejected because I have to ask myself, well, what the fuck were you getting out of it? Because chances are you didn't actually have feelings. You just were, I don't know, coping mechanism or you were, like I told you guys, I was addicted to how calm he was. (laughs) So I just constantly wanted to go to him when shit was going down because I'm like, he gets me, he understands the situation and his advice is really fucking solid. But I'm confusing that with an actual real connection, you hear me? So those are things that when I reflect back on them and I, and you know, I ask you guys like, or not ask, but like I challenge you guys to think about that. In like prior situations, when you were rejected or you, you know, were fixated on somebody that was emotionally unavailable, you really got to ask yourself like why you were fixated on that person and what you were getting out of it. Because a lot of the fucking times, dude, we have bratty tendencies to we're reacting because of a past fucking trauma, or we're reacting because we want validation. And it has nothing to do with the actual fucking partner or the person that you're being involved with. Because we project our insecurities on other people. And then I think that's the toughest fucking pill for all of us to swallow is what is an actual organic connection and what is it, what is you projecting your insecurities on other people? Now, I've always said, I don't, when it comes to equality, right? Because I do have to this day a very even, you know, base of like, Who's listening to me? We both are capable, women and men are both fucking and they are capable of projecting our fucking insecurities and creating unrealistic expectations for the people we want to be in a relationship with. We're both fucking capable of it. And do I agree about, you know, there's a lot of women out there that are like, well, men do bare minimum shit. And want to be rewarded. Okay. That's a topic for another fucking day. Because that's like when you're looking at an umbrella. Or you're looking at a tree. That is a fucking branch. Of said fucking tree. Right? Like that's a branch to talk about within itself. That's not what we're talking about today. What I'm talking about is. We hold expectations that are fucking unrealistic. Because we're trying to meet our needs. And we're not realizing that we are asking the person that we want to validate us to compromise on their own shit to be with you. And the hardest pill to swallow is you might have to fucking be alone until you find someone that it clicks with. That you're not forcing compromise. Because I had this conversation, well, as we're getting to there with this whole dating shit, where... I had a conversation with a guy that like, you know, he believed in compromise because of his experiences with his family and such. And like, I'm on the opposite because I did so much fucking compromising in my past relationship that I'm just like, I refuse to do that. I refuse to fucking compromise on things that are like important to me. I'm not compromising what's important, my values, my needs. I'm not compromising on that shit. But what I won't do is I won't project that onto somebody else in a relationship. And that requires me to learn that shit. To learn when I'm doing that. To catch myself and check myself. Like the dude with a girlfriend. I was, my insecurity of not finding someone who's like meeting me with calmness 
just because he does that that's just him as a fucking person it doesn't mean that he's like making a connection with me it could just mean he's a genuine fucking human that like listens well and it's not cool that i'm fixated on something that's not real i'm just getting excuse me a need met and confusing it for chemistry or or a connection so like obviously that didn't check out well so i definitely move slower you know, I'm not over here fucking going on a shit ton of dates because I'm still very guarded and I'm still very heavily like, I don't know, like, I don't know how I feel about this and I want to make sure that I'm doing things for the right reasons and it's happening organically. The only unfortunate part is if I get excited, I almost get too excited because then I'm like, oh my God, overshare. I just want to like share with you all these things and and I'm like that with all my friends though like I think that's just my natural reaction as a person is I just want to be like like talking to you all the time because <laughs> that's just how annoying I am I mean I don't have to talk to you all the time but like I just get excited with connections that I have and with my friends and, and stuff like that so I don't like that level of excitement because the last time I was that fucking excited I got obsessive and that was not okay but that's like an old fucking behavior from when I was in college and stuff so I don't think I'm like that now but that's the thing I I fear that I fear that I'm gonna get too fucking excited and I'm gonna get hurt and then round and round we go right but you can't be afraid of shit like that you gotta be able to be vulnerable you can't make connections if you're not willing to risk the possibility of getting hurt because that's life and it's okay to get hurt Like I told you, getting rejected at a surface level, I've done well. So maybe it's time to really dig deep and just, if I get rejected on an even more intimate level to understand that that is life. And people change. People got to live their lives and they got to do them. And as long as somebody doesn't purposely hurt you, you can't take it to heart. You can't fixate and control why people do what they do. And you don't get to project your own shit onto them. And wonder why things didn't work out. Sometimes things don't work out because if I'm living my life with my morals, my values, and principles, and you are living yours, and you, it's kind of like, you know what it reminds me of? If you've ever seen the movie 500 Days of Summer, there is a fucking reason that movie's so great. Because it just shows you that he is in his own fucking world and he ignores everything she's telling him because he's so obsessed with her and so in love with her and fixated on her. And then in the end, when she marries someone else, he's just like, I don't understand what went wrong. I don't understand, like, why he fell, like, you fell in love with him and not me. Bro, like, that's, that's life, though. Like, that's gonna happen. Because it can happen to him, and it happened to you. So you're fixated on why I didn't work with this person when they have their own values. They didn't want to compromise on them. And then the relationship doesn't work when there's a level of fucking resentment. It doesn't work that way. And, you know, I have obviously like a good cognitive idea of relationships and such, but like I said, it gets blurred when I start having feelings or I'm interested in someone. And, you know, I got asked out to hang out. Um, I was constantly getting asked to hang out by a friend of mine. And, you know, obviously when I met him, we were friends, we were homies, and I was super excited to know him because I'm like a huge booty. So like... I was super excited and I think just his consistent like wanting to hang out I was like okay cool like fuck it whatever he said yeah like go out 
and I thought in my mind, in my head, I thought I was like, okay, like, is this a date? Okay, well, I'm not going to say it's a date because then that's just fucking weird. But then there I'm going like not being as transparent as I should, should be, right? And then after that happened, it was a really great fucking night. Like I had so much fun that I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is cool. I like this. I like this shit. Picasso. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I like this whole dating thing. But then that person didn't talk to me for two weeks. <laughs> I'm like, ew. Like, fuck. Is this the judge's? Oh, God. I was like, this is what it's like? All right. This is what I got to get used to? Okay. (laughs) I guess this is what I have to get used to. And I'm not trying to say it's perfect, dude. That shit hurts. How is that not going to hurt? Like, how are you not going to get excited? And then, like, when shit like that happens, you're not going to doubt your, like, like, was it me type shit? But it's like I told y'all. I got to take it with a grain of salt because that person, like, I don't know their life and I don't know their day to day. So, like, it's more or less like I know me and I know that I need to move the fuck on from something like that. Right. And this happened like January. So then I moved on from that situation. Um, Obviously, like I said, dude with a girlfriend, like him and I are homies now. And, you know, it took a heart to heart conversation. But like we stayed homies because like I told him, like we heart to heart and you guys I'm recording this episode pretty late um you know I told him like I I get my perspective like I said he had a level of naiveness that I'm not cool with but that is neither here nor there at least from my perspective I was projecting shit onto him that wasn't cool so I fixed those two areas right like moved on from one fixated the other one cool fixated fixed the other one cool we're awesome fast forward to where we are now (laughs) I'm in a pickle I'm in a pickle guys because like I said I am in 2022 is my year to just like be vulnerable do the healthy thing of being vulnerable at the right times of course when the time calls for it and being open to like dating and being open to connections and shit right don't be so reserved Yesenia don't be so guarded let's have some fun so so I'm gonna set the scene here (laughs) so homie reaches out to me and I do bars and I work I work where like I do I run promotions and basically it's just me supporting my brands um with with patrons of the bar and so obviously I love inviting my friends because why not? Like, why wouldn't you want to come support the beer that I sell? And so that ended up happening. And I saw a friend that I hadn't seen fuck since college, right? Well, one that I hadn't seen since college, the other one I hadn't seen in like two years since like the whole pandemic shit. And it was a good fucking time shooting the shit. Um, and then I just remember my coworker showing up. And so I like, I had a great night cause I was just like seeing a bunch of people that I really like wanted to see. And then I got, like, it's hard to meet new friend groups, dude, because I just love, like, it's just hard meeting new friend groups, especially when you're the outsider, not the outsider, but, like, you're new. It's kind of just, like, everyone wants to know, like, who do you know? How do you know them? And stuff. It's just natural. It's, like, that's just, like, a natural shit. But with my level of fucking anxiety, it's, like, oh, fuck, okay, here we go. I got this (laughs) type of shit. But at the end of the day, like, I had a really great time. But... What was really unexpected, you know, I think those, that's the whole point of organic, right? When shit happens unexpectedly, I wasn't expecting to make a connection with one of my older friends. 
and and that's why it's like weird because it's like well this person has been in my life for all these years and it's like Yesenia now you're interested or like now you find this person interesting or whatever so a part of me is kind of just like that's like a red like me watching my own red flags because I'm just like okay like why now or what was it that like drew you to this person and so basically I'm admitting that I like someone right now (laughs) I can be transparent with everyone but my platform with you guys it's like pulling fucking deep to tell you guys that yeah basically I'm trying to like out myself and say that I like someone right now um I made a connection or whatever you want to fucking say and I'm like nervous about it because I'm just like do I really like asking myself I'm like okay like I, I I fully believe like there's chemistry and I fully believe that there was a level of comfortability that I shared that I just feel like I don't I've never done I haven't done that in a really long time um and it's scary because you're just like fuck did we just like dig dig ourselves into a hole here like this is that level of vulnerability that I tell you guys I'm like fuck man this fucking scares me um and what's worse is like I said I feel like I always find my way into unavailable guys and it sucks because I'm just like well then what the fuck was the point and so that's what I mean like I just like sit here and I'm just like what was the point again what was the point like this, like what does this teach me like Korean Jesus what does this teach me <laughs> what am I supposed to get from this connection because this connection is single doesn't it doesn't have anything so it's like well then what do we, like what then why why did it happen but I mean yeah so I'm in the middle of that shit and it sucks because I'm over here trying to be like keep your cool Yesenia keep your fucking cool also trying to just like go with the flow and just like let time do its thing or whatever but I just suck at doing that (laughs) I suck so bad I'm just like I'm excited but it's like what are you being excited about if it's not something that can actually happen and you might ask Yesenia why can't that happen um (laughs) you know as much as I would like to go and dive into detail, unfortunately, my other said friend listens to my podcast. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you're just like, why does this all ring a bell? Please proceed to text me, sir, because I am sure that you will. <laughs> um, but not like I said, like we're all fucking homies and it's a safe space. And like I said, I'm more worried about the vulner- level of vulnerability that I'm feeling right now than anything. Like, no one has made me feel uncomfortable or anything like that. Like, the person is just unavailable due to principle, <laughs> if that makes sense. Without a little like, sharing a little bit more of the details, because I don't really want to, like, put that out there without, like, the permission of the people that I'm speaking about. But, yeah, it just sucks because, like I told you guys, like, at what point am I getting excited or if I if it's if it's too much I'm being too much right now so it just sucks man especially when you're someone like me who is so fucking heavily guarded and it's so hard to find people you trust and that just goes on like a hard like a larger scale and every time I want to believe you know I want to believe that there's actual chemistry and I want to believe that I really like this person 
But then at the same time, it's like, well, what if you're over here in La La Land and this person is not on the same wavelength as you, right? And so that shit kind of sucks. But that's the problem is like, I fixate on that crap. And that's why I'm just like, dude, this shit's hard. Like dating and liking people. Like I want to go on a date with this person. I want to. <laughs> I want to see what this person is like on a more intimate level. I want. I feel like there's something there, and I want to explore that. But it just sucks when you're just kind of like, well, here we are with this. What do we do with this? What do we, what do we do with all this? So that's where I'm at right now. But look at me go. Like I, I'm proud. <laughs> proud of myself for giving myself the chance to open up and to be where I'm in the position that I am because it's to me it's important and it just shows like my level of growth as a person and it shows that I am not as closed off and fear of all of that like where I used to be a year ago two years ago three years ago it just feels good that at least like I'm leaning more into these experiences and I'm taking risks and I'm being transparent with my feelings and being transparent like I said with the other individual and and just kind of like being myself like I really am making sure that I'm not being a character and I'm not trying to like control or fixate on how I'm presenting myself like dude I'm being my true authentic self and it feels good so I will say that that part feels good (laughs) being myself feels good and just like allowing shit to happen and taking things for what they are like I'm proud I'm cool so basically that's like the moral of the story is like go me go me for liking someone and feeling chemistry and all that bullshit (laughs) Because old Yesenia would run from this or, like, fucking self-sabotage or do something stupid. So, I'm growing, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gr- Remember a couple of episodes ago when Ian was trying to fucking convince me to go on a date? Look at, look at me now. Look at me now. Good, good shit, Yesenia. Pat on the motherfucking back. But honestly, I'm, I'm gonna say it again. How the hell are y'all dating right now? How is this, oh, how is this what we're, like... Oh man, dating's just interesting right now. Like this whole, all of this, all of this is a lot. Is this what you guys have been doing this whole fucking time? I've been out of the fucking game for five years now. Oh God, am I seeing what you guys are talking about? I'm saying it. It's fucking. It's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> and of course, I land this episode on Valentine's Day. How fucking cheesy, right? <sighs> but yeah. What can I say? Well, or what I always say. Hey, shit. Take me as I am. (laughs) Like I tell everybody in my life, man. Take me as I fucking am. Good, bad, and ugly. And we'll just keep taking it. Day at a time. See where this takes me. See where Korean Jesus leads me. But yeah. Okay. I like someone. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yes, Anya. Why? How times have changed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all enjoy your days. Enjoy your Mondays. Get your coffee. I'm recording this um, for Sunday night. So, technically, you're hearing it on Monday, but I'm chilling. I had a whole fucking box of 
chocolate covered strawberries because I bought myself that like the bad bitch that I am also shout out to LA Rams for winning fuck them I wanted the Bengals to make it but it's fine it's fine um because that halftime show was everything so I'm living my best life tonight because I'm on a high of that of that halftime show either fucking way y'all we're gonna see where this goes let's see where I update you guys (laughs) Uh, but yeah that'll be like what if I do like a fucking no see I'm really huge on privacy privacy y'all I can't it's just one thing I can't do like I don't mind sharing my experiences with you a first person but if it's involving somebody else I can't do that at least not yet but we'll see because maybe the dude from the beginning is gonna really fucking piss me off again and then I do out everybody that I've slept with oh could you fucking imagine an episode like that where I just like went off on it like and just mentioned every single person that I slept with that'd be hilarious I don't think a lot of dudes would care. Who knows? But like I said, I'm not petty anymore. We're not petty anymore. We're grown ass Yesenia. I feel like the Grinch where I'm like, oh my god, feelings. I feel like the Grinch. I'm just like, ugh. That's who I am, guys. I'm the Grinch. I'm just like, you know, my heart's there now. So I'm just like, fine, I guess. I'll be mature and loving and shit. Catch y'all on next week's episode. Good night and good morning.